Welcome to America's Top Rebbitzins. In the merit of this class, may Hashem watch over all the Jewish people and give enormous strength to the IDF soldiers, including Adi Margalit Bat El Kahana, Alex Ben Oksana, Alicia Bat Ludmilla, and Alon Ben Edit. Please click on the subscribe button to subscribe to us on the America's Top Rebbitzins YouTube page, or click follow to follow us on your podcasting app so that you are the first to know when an inspiring new episode is posted. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Ruth Hilu. Ruth is a master life coach from Mexico City who is highly sought after and respected in her community as a leader and authority figure in self-help. With her kind and non-judgmental manner and her keen intuition, Ruth has been very successful in guiding her clients toward reaching their goals in almost every area of life. Ruth also leads sought-after groups where she teaches women to manifest their desires, strengthen their self-esteem, and succeed in their marriages. Thank you so much for being here. Please tell us more about yourself and what you do. Thank you so much, Vera, for welcoming for welcoming here. Um, it's it's a pleasure, it's an honor to be here with you, and I've seen what you do, and it's amazing. So, um, thank you so much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I grew up in Mexico City. I live in Mexico City. Um, I went to Basiakov, Denver, for high school. Um, but aside from that, like my life is here, my family's here. Um, this is my community. Amazing. So, yeah. Um, so um, what I do is I. I I kind of like have groups of women um, here in Mexico City, especially. I also have some in America every once in a while, not mostly. But um, so we get together and it's like a style, like a workshop style um, group. I teach them like manifestation tools, um, di different tools, not only manifestation, but basically manifestation. And we go through a process. It takes like um, around a year in each one of the groups that we have, that I have. Um, it takes like a year to go through like a whole growth process, um, like self-growth process to like understand, um, like deeply understand manifestation and themselves and to be able to get to a point where they know how to connect to themselves to Hashem and to, you know, lead a life that's different than the one that they, they had before. Um, it's incredible. It's, it's, it really does take time. You know, you think it's like one, two, three in one session, but it's really not because like you just said, manifestation um, is a process of self-growth and self-growth takes a lot of time. Right, exactly. And patience and being able to, you know, uh, be willing to try it and maybe fail and then try it again and fail again and just stay there and, and see what happens in the future. It's been an amazing experience for me because like in the beginning, I was afraid to go out there and like, like, I don't know, you lead groups of women and, you know, I, I was afraid, like what was going to happen with it or was it going to do it right or wrong? Or, you know, I was, I was maybe me focused um, and it wasn't like so easy in the beginning to start. But once I started, like Hashem led me to, to be able to like, first of all, to grow myself, um, to, to like, it was like a growth experience for me. Uh, and then to be able to like guide women to kind of like connect deeper with their um, desires and, and with like people's doubts and what happens with when people are trying to, you know, connect to this topic of manifestation in, to begin with uh, in the beginning. And then, and then like um, things just happened. It, it's been an amazing journey for me. It's, I, I think I've learned more than I've been able to teach. Wow. Well, that's incredible. That's been really beneficial for you as well. Like you're teaching others and you've grown as well through the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a gift from Hashem. So I'm glad Hashem put me in a position to be able to do this. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. We're actually going to learn about it today. And I'm, re I'm really excited because, because really one of the things that you help women do that fascinates me so much is manifestation. You know, there's right. so much that, that we as women can do to create the life that we truly want to live. Like we, we have so much power that we don't even realize it, you know? And right. um, I mean, most women don't know how to manifest their deepest desires. Like the bottom line is that we just really don't. But today right. we're going to delve deeper into the topic of manifestation in an effort to help women begin taking those first steps to make the life that they truly want to live an actual reality. So right. to start off, so can you please explain to us like what manifest manifestation actually is and what it can help us achieve? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I hope Hashem gives me like the right words to express this because I know manifestation is like a topic that's very confused out there. Uh, a lot of people are talking about manifestation in the world in general, not only in the Jewish uh, community. So it could be like people are like, you know, it, it's like a topic that's spoken about already. So people go and maybe learn ma about manifestation through different sources and it could be a little confusing. So I, I'd like to tell you about it um, a little bit. So basically manifestation is to be able to um, co-partner, like to co-create with Hashem your own reality. 
So basically, um, you know, there's a few ways of coming, there's different ways of coming closer to, coming close to Hashem and being connected to him, uh, which at the end of the day, it means being connected to your own um, um, essence because um, we're part of Hashem. Um, and one of those ways is to be able to emulate um, Hashem. So like there's different ways, right? Hashem has different, um, so to say, different characteristics. Uh, and if we kind of like behave, behave um, kind of like copying Hashem, then we come closer to him because then we're more similar to him. Um, so one of the ways in which Hashem uh, in which Hashem um, behaves in the world is he's a create he's the ultimate creator. So uh, when we uh, and he created us in his own image, so we're also creators. Uh, now when we actually take that um, kind of like own that strength that Hashem gave to us and we use it in order to live our lives the way that we want to create our lives the way that we uh, want them to be, then we're actually coming close to Hashem. Now, here's the confusion. Some people believe that, okay, Hashem gave me the power to create. So that means I'm kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it that way, but like, I'm, I'm kind of like all powerful. Like I'm able to do everything I want. If I desire anything, I'll just put it out there in the world and then the world uh, will give it back to me. Now, um, there's a little danger in when manifesting without like really understanding what it really is, that you'll think you'll believe that this is your own power and you'll use it. And guess what? Like Hashem might actually help you because that's like the way Hashem created the world with a nature of uh, human beings are able to be creators. So now when you use that power without putting Hashem into the picture or without understanding the way that it really is, then it can it can get like a little confusing. Like you can think that you're, okay, I'm this huge creator. I have this this much power and I this is what I do in my life. And so you put out a desire and then like the desire happens and you believe you're like, I don't know what, like something big. All um, powerful. Yes. All powerful. Exactly. So um, what a manifestation, like the purpose of manifestation, especially for Jewish people um, um, that want to really come close to Hashem, really manifestation is a tool, first of all, to be able to manifest your desires, to bring them into fruition, into reality in, um, in your life. Um, and the the most important part of it is that you come close to who you are and to Hashem in a very deep way and a, in a very tangible, real way. That's why I'm so passionate about this. I, I just love the transformation that we can have through the desires that we have and the things that we want to create in the world. So basic, basically manifesting means to be able to become like that clee or that like vessel to um, for, for whatever you want. So if I want to manifest a life of abundance, I can either be a clee for it or I can, I maybe I'm not a clee for it. So when, when I become a clee, a vessel for it, that means I'm actually manifesting. I mean, actually I, I attract it into my life. So that means I'm manifesting, I'm making it into like a real uh, tangible thing in my life. So I could have many kinds of desires. Um, it could be, it could range from, yeah, being abundant, uh, having a better marriage to, uh, you know, being able to um, have like a certain um, like lives like in a certain place or like any desire that I could have, I could actually manifest it into my reality. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, there's like a few, a few different ways of looking at manifestation and some, um, some uh, currents, especially in Torah, like some currents go in the idea that you can't really exactly manifest like every desire that you have, like in the exact detail that you're asking for it. Because there is like a there's a master plan and there's also um like a like an um uh, like a whole um how do you say like a whole desire behind your real desire. So I'm gonna give an example to explain this a little further. Um, it could be I want uh, I want to be able to manifest um. Let's say I want a big house. Okay. So that like some people could say those desires are you know uh, very mundane or maybe not so important or maybe not so um um. Um, holy, holy whatever like maybe something not not to elevate it but some people could say like that's really a desire I have in my life and I could elevate it through Torah I could maybe like use it for good or something of course right so what happens is um if you look at a desire it is not real like it, like the house is not necessarily um gonna give you what you desire but there's like a desire behind the house that you have so for example yeah. I desire a house because I might believe that that house will give me status or it might give me um, a, a security or it might give me a sense of like belonging because like everyone in my community has like that kind of a house. So like whatever it is, the desire that you have, there's like a deeper desire behind it. So if I would tell a person that wants a big house, that the, the real desire that they have might be like they want to belong to a certain community. 
So if I would tell them like, okay, you'll get the house, but you won't belong. Would that, would that like give you your desire? And it may be part of it, but maybe, maybe not. Like maybe, maybe the person will say, no, I want to be able to belong. So if, if that belonging will be given to me with something else, then I rather that something else instead of the house. Right. So, um, what happens is like in, in, um, in, in Yiddishkeit and Judaism, there is like different currents. So one of them, um, says that you could technically manifest everything that you'd like, uh, because your mind, um, has a power. Uh, I mean, not everything I'm saying as in, in the detail, I'm saying like the, the essence of what you want to manifest. There's a different current that says that you can only manifest, um, like your, your, um, experience in life, not necessarily things, not necessarily, uh, like certain, like, um, um, like certain, how, how do you say, like cer certain like situations in life, but like you could really manifest like your happiness with everything that you have. And like, um, I guess like your experience in life. So that at, at the end of the day, that's all. Like if you're, if you're able to be at peace with whatever you have, then that's, that's, that might be better than not having what you have, what, what you want. And then like not having peace with it. Right. Okay. So that, then there is, there's a different way of looking at these two different currents. Um, which is the following idea. I want to manifest things in my life. I, I have desires. I want them to become true. Um, so there's like there's like a, a balance between um, being wanting things in life and understanding that there is like a certain life I have to live, like a certain like story I have to go through in in a way. Um, of course, I have Bechira, I have a free will. Um, but there is there is this um, like kind of like balance between um both like being able to manifest whatever i want and at the same time like living the life that i'm supposed to live right so um when we're manifesting um with the intention to come closer to hashem it, it just happens so basically you want uh, hashem's will becomes your will i mean this is like what you have to go through a whole process to be able to like get into this um like Mindset. to require this yeah. exactly so but basically what you um the basic understanding uh and the whole idea is that you you have a desire um you look at that desire and you kind of like own it first like you understand that this is the desire that you have and in a way and, and you put yourself in a position of like really being a co-creator with Hashem not you being a creator but like you being a creator as in a co-partnership with Hashem uh, like a, a, having a partnership with Hashem so what happens is um, you develop that desire, you take a look at it, um, you understand where you're um, next to this desire, um, like where, for example, I'm going to give you an example. So you understand where you, where you desire, if you really desire this, or if you're like not so convinced that this is like the right desire. So if you're not so convinced, you're like split, your energy split and it doesn't like work so well. Um, if you do want this desire and you're really on board with it, then then that desire becomes real and it becomes like uh, like more... I don't know if this word exists, but like more manifestable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. So um, that's the first thing. And then, and then you have to like, it, there's like a, a condition in a way to be able to manifest something, which is to do an ishtadlis and to daven for it. Um, the Chobos al says that whenever you want to be able to, uh, like if, if you want, for example, to have Parnasa, then, I mean, it, it doesn't say exactly this way, but like there's, there's a, an explanation that you those are the two conditions to to really um um desire it i mean to sorry to to daven for it and to be able to to do ishtadlus and there's a different ingredient which is the main one which is having a muna that you're gonna have it so um coming back to the manifestation part so when you have a desire you work on your desire to like really own it and then and then you have to have like a few ingredients which is um that fila that we spoke about and the um trust that hashem can give it to you and that you're a worthy enough person to actually get it um and then the like the the that needs to be done the ishtadlut, which is the the like the effort that you need to put out into the world in order to be able to get there uh to the desire that you want so um i mean it sounds simple but like in reality sometimes it's very simple like it's really like a matter of just asking Hashem for it and trusting that Hashem is going to give it to you and sometimes it's a matter of like like kind of like dissecting the the like like for mm, you figuring out like what's not right in the moment uh oh um not right i don't want to say right or wrong but I'm, I'm saying like what's not like aligning with your desire inside yourself so you can actually align that and then and then come close to it like wow. get, yeah like, because you're saying like sometimes you don't like sometimes you think you want something like you really genuinely think you want something but then something inside of you is preventing you from actually 
really and truly wanting what you think that you want. It's very confusing, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. So, so that happens a lot of times. And sometimes we just blame life or we blame people or we blame even sometimes Hashem for not having all these things that we want. But in reality, there is like something inside of us that's preventing us from having it. Yes. So, um, so like sometimes, um, I, I like, I always like to part, like to begin with the idea of like understanding first, like, first of all, before we manifest or anything, let's understand who Hashem is in our life uh, and who we are so that we, we can really understand that we can manifest. Because some people feel like, like, who do I believe I am in order to, like, that, that I can, that I think I can actually manifest things or uh, maybe other pre people but like me, like, I'm just a simple, you know, women, like, what's gonna, right. that I'm, I'm a simple woman, so whatever. So uh, first I begin with um, um, like really allowing people to understand that Hashem really wants to give to us. He really, really is on our side. Like he really is, um, um, he want, he, he, he's like kulo chesed. Like he really wants to give us in every single way. But we don't always believe that. We, all, we, we Most of the time we believe that Hashem doesn't want to give us and we have to beg him, uh, we have to beg to him to, so that he gives to us. So no, we first we first like begin by understanding and setting the the foundations for this. Hashem wants to give to you. I don't know exactly what He wants to give to you. I don't know exactly what He wants to give to me. But I'm hundred percent sure that He wants to give us more than what we expect. So that's what that's where the person has to like be very brave and to dare to actually do this kind of work. Because like, what's gonna happen if I do this kind of work and I really like start believing more in Hashem and I start believing more in His in His chesed and His benevolence and I all of a sudden I realize. Well, maybe I didn't get exactly what I asked for. And like, maybe that's going to hurt me. And um, I don't want to expect so much. I don't, don't want to open my heart so much because what's going to happen if I want something and then Hashem is not going to give it to me, I'm going to be hurt. Right. right? So um, so we begin by doing that, like understanding who Hashem is. And then by understanding who we are, that we're really, we're putting, we we're have a, a, like a part of Hashem inside of us. And that's what we're, that's what we, we're representing. We're like a representation, actually a manifestation of Hashem in this world. Uh, and we're so worthy no matter what. Like, I mean, I can't even say so worthy. We're worthy because there's no more worthy. Like, we're 100% worthy. Right. Um, and we're also worthy to receive it, to, to receive Hashem's chesed. So if we don't, um, if we don't believe that, then that's going to also prevent us from actually doing this work. Um, so once we understand that Hashem is really, um, like, he wants to give to us, and then uh, we're worthy to receive that, that love that Hashem wants to give to us and that bracha that Hashem wants to give to us, and we really deeply understand it, then we're ready to actually manifest. Um, now we take a look at like what we do in life in general, which is we in general are born into a victim mode mentality. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and that that's normal and that's okay. That's I'm not I'm not saying that that's wrong because we're usually in life like most of the time we're going to be in in victim mentality unless we actually like actively work on it and get out of it. So um, once you realize where we are and victim by victim mentality, I mean to say like we judge things like as as like black and white, or we believe like this is wrong and this is right, and this is this is desirable and this is undesirable. My life is supposed to be this way only, um, and like if it if it's not that way, then I'm gonna react um, in a negative way because like I'm not gonna be able to deal with it. Um, so I mean that's what I believe. So I'm just gonna behave like like uh, like a victim. Uh, how did, sorry, um, sur in survival mode. Right. So I'm just reacting to whatever my life is is bringing to me, or Hashem is bringing to me. Um, so once uh, once I see that I'm really in victim mode, just reacting to life instead of like being taking responsibility and creating my life, then I'm able to move forward and understand like what are the kochos that Hashem gave to me um, that I can actually use to be able to manifest my life in in the way that I want. Now here's the thing, I need to be able to be strong enough to say, I'm going to try and I might fail and I won't know exactly why, why I'm failing. I won't know if it's that Hashem doesn't want to give it to me. I don't know if it's going to be maybe because I'm not 100% aligned with my desire or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I'm doing it right and it's not supposed to happen. I don't know. I need a dare. And once I dare, I need to be able to also like have the balance of wanting my desire for real and then letting go of the of the result. And this is like a very deli delicate balance. And that's why it takes time for women to be able to learn this. Like, it's like a skill. Like, I want it. And at the same time, I'm actually able, able to let go. Because like, this is not going to get in, on, like, it, it's not going to get in the way of my relationship with Hashem. It's it's going to strengthen it. So how do I do it? Like, what happens if I have a desire and it just doesn't happen or it's not happening yet? And, and I'm believing like, um, 
let's say I'm believing Hashem is, is going to be very good to me and he's going to give me everything I want. This is my belief. That, that's what a lot of people think about manifestation, which is like maybe like the little danger of it, um, the small danger of it. But what, would, what could happen is like, I believe Hashem is going to give me my desire. I'm 100% sure I build my, my emuna that he's going to give it to me. And let's say it doesn't happen. Then my whole relationship with Hashem gets severed. Um, but when, when I'm believing that um, really Hashem has a plan for me, and I, from my human understanding, I really desire this thing. And Hashem might give it to me or might not give it to me, but I have to do my work, which is my part, which is like maybe owning my desire and maybe strengthening my desire and davening and up, like um, uh, elevating my my trust in Hashem and aligning myself, myself, like maybe my mind, my emotions, my words, my actions. Like I have to align myself in like a, like a more um, complete way. Um, and and what would happen like if I do this, you know, this amount of work and it just doesn't happen? Um, so that's where the beauty comes in, which is that you you're able to do um, inner work in order to get to a place where you're really mamish like a piece with what Hashem sends to you, and at the same time you really want it. So you're in a really good position to manifest and to to really like let go of the results and be just be. Um, be able to like live and, and receive Hashem's chesed and really feel like really close to Hashem. And at the same time, like not only like saying that you accept what Hashem sends you, but like really inside of you, like really feeling like at peace with what Hashem sends to you. Um, so I find that what happens when, when you, you're, you're in like this position of being in this balance of really wanting it and really, you know, allowing Hashem into your life and uh, allowing things to happen the way that they're supposed to happen. There's just so much expansion and so much connection to Hashem that you you realize that all that you wanted in life, at the end of the day, is so beautiful and you really want it. You like you really believe that that's what you wanted, but like what Hashem is sending to you is even better than what you wanted. Now I'm not talking about like a life of, you know, no problems, no anything that doesn't exist, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking. I'm, I'm I'm saying like this is real even with a life, uh, uh, of challenge and real challenge because you come so close to Hashem by doing this work that. You just feel his hand, like in everything he, he in everything that you do, and and like your whole day. So you for sure kind of like understand deeply inside yourself that uh, even with the struggles that you have in life, Hashem is there for real, and you see how it benefits you, and you see how Hashem is there to help you, and and He gives you the support that you need in order to go through the experiences that you need to go through. So it's like, uh, it's like a deep, really deep uh, transformative experience. Wow, it really, really is because I mean, getting to a place where like you really, really, really want something, whatever that thing is, you really, really want it, and then being okay with whatever it is, with getting it or even with not getting it, that's a really high level. I now I understand why you take, you know, it takes like a year. It takes so long because you really have to work on yourself to get to that place. Like that's right. really, that's really, that's really a level to be on, you know? Right, exactly. And and Dina Freeman has a, a very comprehensive course on on manifestation. It's called Power Series. Um, I wanted to mention Dina because she's she's been my teacher, not only Dina, really, like I have had Baruch Hashem in life, a lot of very amazing teachers and people that have really walked with me in life. They've taught me what they know. They've um, shared me, they've shared with me their transformation. And that's really, um, really, really shaped the way that I, um, that I see myself, that I, that I behave in my life, that I am able to, you know, bring these things into like to really understand these things and to bring them into reality. One of them is a teacher that I had in high school. Um, but uh, so what I wanted to say is that um, Dina has a really comprehensive course on it. And um, so I learned a lot from her. And what I did is in my life, uh, through the experiences that I've had in my life, um, which, you know, I've had real hardships, like real big ones. Uh, and and um, like through, through like being able to, I'm just so grateful to Hashem that I've been through all those um all those experiences because at the end of the day that's what's brought me to this kind of work and this kind of work um it's benefited me and it's benefited many people especially my community so i'm just so grateful um also to be able to you know live life in a way that like you're not expecting it to be perfect um and you kind of like have tools to be able to deal with whatever comes uh, and to have this peace that hashem is really on your side like it, it's not gonna like it's how do i explain it like like your resilience grows, grows. Uh, I guess that's what it is. Cause like you, you're able to face challenges uh, with like a deeper sense of being. So that like gives you more strength to be able to deal with life in general. 
So it's not about only like our desires, like what, what we really desire. It's yeah, those desires can actually become true for everyone. You desire a house, you mamish can have it like miraculously. Uh, you desire um, like a better um, job, you can actually have it. You desire a better relationship with Hashem, you can have it. You just have to put out your desire and work on yourself to be able to get there. So, um, but it's not only about that. It's like, it becomes like a deeper way of uh, relating with Hashem, with yourself and with life in general. So, right. um, yeah. That's amazing that, you know, because I, I bet people listening right now are like, yeah, I mean, people are struggling with so much. Yes, for sure, Parnassa. And I'm sure people do want a big house. Like if you, you know, let's say you have a lot of children and you're living in a two or three bedroom apartment and you need a larger space, you know, that's a very real, a very real need. People want that. Um, people are struggling with health issues. People are struggling with relationship issues with children. I mean, the whole everything in every aspect, and they want to manifest. Is, are there any like practical tools that we can give them? I know, I and I want to be real about it. I know it takes a long time, and I know that there's a lot of internal growth. So I, I don't want to say, okay, here's some tools and go do it now. It's not what I'm saying at all. But just to get people started on the right track so that they can explore this further on their own, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Okay, yes. So so there's a few things. Uh, can I give you a few tools, not only like one? Please, yes. Yeah. Okay, because that I, I think it's 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 better to understand like um what kind of process we need to go through. And then maybe I'll give you like a small tool for like each part of like, each main part of the process, because I can't go through the whole process, but like uh, maybe the main part, the main parts of the process. So uh, let's say the first thing that you needed to, to understand, I mean, I'm saying aside from the ideas that I told you that Hashem is um, chesed and that you're really um, uh, like a worthy person um, to be able to actually manifest this. And I know some people are there thinking like, yeah, maybe everyone else, but like me, I'm not. Like I, if people would only know what's inside of me, like they would understand like who I am. But even those guys, even people who think that way and even um, people who don't even like think that there's like a part of them that's worthy, even they are worthy. And if they work on themselves, they'll be able to find that out and really feel it and experience it. Um, so I'm saying like, that's like the, the, uh, basic, um, foundation for this. So if people could just like, maybe, I don't know, um, try to like, maybe thank Hashem once a, a day for five or, or three or five things that they, they, they can like sense that Hashem gave them, um, that day uh, that that could be, bring them closer to Hashem but it has to be with with consistency like it has to be constant and it has to be also with um, like you have to be conscious of what you're doing in the moment like I'm thinking Hashem so try to feel that gratitude to be able to like really come close to him but it has to be like for a few weeks in a row to, to be able to like to, to be able to see a difference to, um, to come closer to Hashem you need to do like a one action a day to, to manage come close to him so one idea is to, to thank Hashem for something a day. Um, and then to be able to come to, to like make peace with who you are, then maybe something similar, maybe thank yourself for something that you're doing, or maybe um, like forgiving yourself for something that you think is like that you did wrong or that you're not doing right. Or um, maybe finding out like, how is it really that I'm, that I'm really worthy? Like, uh, do I need a beast in a certain person to be able to be worthy? Or am I really worthy without having to be someone? Um, most people believe that we have to be something in order to, to be worthy, but that's not the reality. Um, okay. So that's, uh, that's maybe for those two things. And then, uh, for the manifestation process. So the first thing that you need to do is to really, uh, be willing to look at your desires. Uh, it's not always easy. Uh, a lot of people have it easy, but a lot of people don't like, it's, it's very scary to look at our desires. We sometimes believe that we have to say, like, whatever Hashem wants for my life, that's what I'll have. Like that, I don't need to look at my desires. So the first thing is to actually look at a desire that you have and to really own it, to really say like, this is really what I want. And I want it a hundred percent. Like, oh, well, you don't have to say a hundred percent, but like, I want it like for real. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, so one thing that you could do in order to, um, let's say have that, like really come in touch with your desire um, could be like to, to really like think about your desire in a positive way. Like don't think about all the things that are around your desire that could maybe um, um, scare you. Uh, maybe think about the, think about your desire as if it's happening like in a perfect way. So let's say my desire is I want, I want to have a house. So now that could be scary for a person who doesn't have a house because it could it could seem like something so big right I have to have the money which is a huge amount of money I have to be able to find the house I have to be able to like move from the house where I am and to make a transition like there's like a lot of things around the desire but instead of looking at all those things that usually scare us let's look at the desire what what what's that house that you like uh, like what does it look like or what do you want it to have or where would you want it 
Um, what kind of experience do you want to have in that house? So look at the positive aspects of that desire. So um, there's one tool uh, from Rebbe Tsar Yosef. Uh, also, um, maybe Dina has like a similar tool uh, and there's like, like in the world of manifestation, this is a tool that's used very much, which is called um, uh, visualization. So what you do is you visualize that desire that, that you have as with as much detail as you can, um, in, only in the positive sense. You don't imagine like where you're going to get the money from. You don't imagine anything, uh, any of those things, like how is it going to actually happen? But you imagine it, it already happening. Or, or like your house already manifested. So you imagine that house that you want and you living there and you being so grateful to Hashem that you have that house already. Um, and it can take from like one minute to like five minutes or maybe even more. But the more detail and the more emotion that you put into this visualization, the better it is uh, for you to be able to manifest it. So basically what this imagery or this visualization does is it creates like a map to your subconscious mind so that your subconscious mind your subconscious mind sees it as real so that your mind actually is able to create the you know pertinent um situations so that you can actually come to that um um realization but it, it's also there's also a different koyach that you're using when you're doing this like a different strength uh, force that you're using which is koyach machshava it's a real thing that Hashem created into like Hashem embedded into um um teva nature um, and people can actually use that um, tool to be able to, you know, bring things, uh, to be able to attract things into into your life. The, the power of thought. The power of thought, exactly. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So um, so you do this, like if you want to use visualization for something, um, you, you use it at least once a day for 21 days, three weeks. Um, or uh, it would be much better to do it three times a day for at least those 21 days. Um, but like at least, least like it's like once a day for 21 days. And, and that's, that begins to have the power to actually, um, like to, to even show you that there's like going to be a change in your reality outside. Um, wow. uh, unless you have like a lot of, a lot of, uh, blockages with the, the desire that you're creating, but even that you'll see like some blockages, some blockages will start like moving. You start feeling like it's actually possible. Like uh, maybe you'll get more excited or more, you'll desire your desire a little more. So you'll see a shift if you do, if you have like, um, cons like if you're consistent with it. I really like that because it's, it's a commitment also. You're really making a commitment to yourself because it's your desire that you want to visualize. So you're really, and you're really focusing, you're really honing in on it, which I really want. Okay, we'll take the example of the house. Okay, yes, I really want a big house, but you can really imagine it. And maybe you thought that you wanted something, a particular in the house. And then when you visualize it, you think, hmm, that's not quite right. Maybe I want something different, something better. And you're really, really focusing in and honing in on it and refining it when you're thinking about it like that. And you're, you're doing it so often, one to three times a day for 21 days. That's a lot. That's quite often, you know? But that but that, that makes it almost concrete. At least in your mind, it makes it concrete. So it's almost as by the, by the end of the 21 days, I imagine it's almost like you can taste it. Like you can almost imagine yourself living in it. Yeah, yeah it's more tangible to even yes. your senses. Yes. Yeah. Exactly, and that's that's what has the the power to actually co-create with Hashem. So Hashem is telling you, like, I want to send you, like, I want to give you, oh, I want to give you so much. You just like you're not receiving it. So how about you actually become, um, like, that kind of person that can actually receive what I'm giving to you, and then we'll be like, like you'll be able to have what I want to give you. Uh, I give you desires also. I don't want, I don't want to like give you desires to like hurt you. I want to give you desires because I want to actually give give you those desires. Right. Um, like, like what we say in like, um, Hashem is actually giving us as per our ratzon, like he give us, it's a, the, I don't know how to translate it exactly, um, in English, but, um, it's like Hashem is satiating. Is that a word? Is that the word? Satiating. Um, like fulfilling. Yes. Fulfilling. Exactly. People's ratzonos, like their, their, their wants. Their wants. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so, so you, there is like a process to be able to, um, you know, you know, own your desire, but it, it is like you said, like it is a commitment. Like some people think like, oh, I'm going to manifest. Like all I'll do is like, I'll, I'll ask for it and then I'll wait for it. Yes. But most of the time it takes effort and it takes time and it takes diligence to be able to really, um, become that clean in order to receive what Hashem wants to give to you and what you're asking Hashem for. So, um, Yeah. That's a very powerful tool. Yes. Uh, and that helps you uh, not only with your desire, but it also helps you to actually to actually trust that you can actually have it. Because once you visualize it so many times, like you like what you were saying, um, 
it becomes so real that you actually trust it more. Yes. Well, if you're visualizing all your doubts all the time, that becomes even more, that becomes more true for you. And, uh, and you trust that your doubts more than what you trust, than your desire. So when you actually visualize your desire more and more, that's when your desire becomes more tangible for you and you can trust it more. It's so interesting because it's like really what you focus on, like what you focus on comes to be, you know, like when you, even when you're focusing on a painting, what you're focusing on, it seems to be like, that's what the whole painting is about. And then you're focusing on another aspect of the painting. And then that seems what to be what it's about, you know, like what you focus on grows, you know? So okay. if you, yeah. So if you focus on the positive, if you focus on what you want. If you focus on your desire, then that part is going to grow. And you're right. If you focus on the doubts, um, I don't have the money. How am I going to get there? Maybe you want to live in another country. How am I ever going to get, you know, the, the, the work papers, the visas, the documentation, you know, how, if you right. focus on that, then that part is going to grow. So you have to choose which part do you want to grow? You want to grow the positive part or do you want to grow the doubts? Right. Exactly. Um, is it okay if I share something personal? Sure. Um, what you're saying is so real and so true. Um, in a, 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 a at a certain point in my life, I was deeply depressed, um, to a very like really really deeply depressed, um, and and I mean I didn't know that then, and even if I knew that then, I didn't really have the strength to like get out of it so easily. Um, but I I was I was like hyper focusing on the negative in my life, and there was a lot. I'm not gonna say like uh, it was like the perfect life. I, I was going through really big challenges. Uh, uh, but like what was happening in my life was that I was deep, like I was hyper-focusing on those things. Right. So my life became about like, everything's wrong. Everything is exactly the opposite of what I wanted. Um, and um, it was, a, I'm so grateful to Hashem. It was like a, a deep chesed that Hashem gave to me. Um, he gifted me with this idea that I'm I'm going to have to like really, you know, get myself out of this hole. Um, and so he gave me the idea of thanking Hashem for, I don't know it was like three things a day and I really really committed to doing it and the first few days maybe the first few weeks even or, or months I don't remember exactly but it was so hard to even find one thing that I was grateful for because I needed to really find one thing that I was actually grateful for nice. and it was like my days were so dark that it was like there was nothing I, I couldn't even say like I was grateful for life because I wasn't grateful I just didn't want to live you know right um, so what happened was um, after like some time of really committing to like find one thing and I, I was able to find, let's say I ate something that I enjoyed in that moment. So, I mean, in that during that day, and I was able to be, be grateful for that pleasure that I had in the moment. Fine. So I started like very slow. Um, and like a few months later, I was able to really feel gratitude. Um, Amazing. What happened, what happened was like the first few days, I wasn't even like thinking during the day, like if I was like having a good time or if I was like grateful about, about anything because like I wasn't like so present with it at night I would have to like sit down and really like think about something and uh, after a few weeks I realized that during the day I started already like looking for that thing that I was going to be thankful for at night um wow. so that already started like without effort like it wasn't that I had to be present like it was just like because I was doing it at night and it was I was content with it then then like during the day I started having an uh, like a um, more awareness and that awareness brought more focus on the positive things. And that focus on the positive things really got me out of that um, um, depression. It wasn't like so quickly, but after a few months, I was already like feeling my, it's worth living. Like life is worth living. It's just that maybe I'm still like not so happy about life, but like I'm willing to try. I'm willing to try to live life in a way that's, um, that's I don't know, that I, I want to live it. Like let, let's try it. Right. Um, so, so I realized that, Yes, there's a process, um, but like there is a there is a possibility to go from hyper focusing on the negative to to like focusing on the positive, and you like your life shifts. I'm not saying that the negative like doesn't exist anymore, but like you don't even feel it as much. It's like the positive things actually grow because what you expand on, what you focus on expands. Like what you yeah. That, that's actually true. Like it it doesn't only expand in your consciousness; it's also in reality. So I started having more positive things. Like when I was hyper focused on the negative. There were a lot of negative things that were happening in my life, like more and more and more. And it was like, is this endless? Like, when is this going to end? And then when you start focusing on the positive, like the negative really, really, it weakens. Right. Because, you know, then when you were thinking positive, you were attracting positive and you were thinking negative, you were attracting negative. Like really, really, that's how it works. It's amazing to like notice that. Like when you're actually noticing that, it's amazing to see, wow, that's actually true. Because I hear people say it all the time. But if you stop for a minute and think about it in terms of your own life, yeah, like for me personally, also, when I think negative, I mean, I can attract a whole series of calamities in my life. But exactly. when, 
It's true. But when I'm thinking positive, I mean, I've seen miracles. I'm I'm not even making it up. Like I, I, I've seen miracles happen in my life when I'm focusing on the positive because I attract them. Not because I'm, you know, doing something so special, but I'm just focusing on the positive. Right. And Hashem wants to give, Hashem wants to give to us. So what you're saying reminds me of this idea that's very, that's also very important when manifesting that sometimes we ask like, why, why doesn't Hashem just give to me? Like, why do I have to do so much work in order to receive like all this goodness? Like I have to hyper-focus on the positive. I have to like, you know, uh, do a lot of work. But really, I see it as a real gift because we have things inside ourselves that we don't realize. And Hashem kind of like our life is kind of like a mirror to what we have inside. Yes. So if you're thinking negative, my life is going to mirror that. Not because Hashem wants to give me like something to hurt me, but because Hashem wants me to see what's inside of me so that I can actually change it. So right. if I, let, let's say I'm a person that's, I don't know, I go out into the world and I see that people are not so good to me like they're rejecting me or they're maybe like criticizing me that's not something that Hashem wants to Hashem doesn't want to hurt me what's happening is Hashem wants to show me that I'm I may be doing the same thing to myself and if I actually change that around people are not going to criticize me people are people are not gonna people are going to do the opposite people are behaving with me the way that I'm beha behaving with myself so once I'm able to see that because my life is reflecting that back to me then I'm, I'm actually able to change it if my life wasn't reflecting that back to me, I won't be able to like really see inside, like what's my relationship with myself. So once I'm able to see that, I'm able to change it. And then people actually change. And and that's that's real. Like that's, um, it happens. Like you, you change yeah. yourself and then people start behaving differently with you. And you're like, wow, like how is this happening? But that's that's what happens. Right, so instead of like, oh, I wish he would change. I wish he would change. I wish they would do things differently. But if you change yourself, then they change. You don't even have to say anything. It's exactly. so, yeah, it's so interesting. I've experienced that too. It really, really is fascinating. And you think, no, 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 I can't focus on myself. I have to focus on them because they really are wrong. They really have to change. And I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying that this person shouldn't change and that person shouldn't change. I'm not saying that they should change, but they're not, you telling people that they should change is not this. Listen, sometimes it is effective, but most of the time it's not effective. The only person you could change is yourself. But right. by changing yourself, you also change other people. Right. Yeah. They kind of like react differently to your new yeah. being. So, so they actually change. Yeah. Yes. I think it's incredible. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to manifestation, I get, I think I'm, it's going to be easier if I divide it into like categories so that like I can give a tool for each category. Um. So the first category, um, which is like manifest, I guess like becoming into that vessel that you need to become into so that you can receive what Hashem wants to give to you or what you're asking Hashem for. Um. So that includes um, the desire itself, which I, I we gave that tool of um, you know being um, uh, visually visualizing, um, then um, tfila, um, emuna, and aligning yourself. So tfila and emuna, that visualization can also be part of like tfila and emuna. So tfila is just like asking Hashem for it, like Hashem, I really want this. Uh, could you please give it to me? And maybe even like oh, making your tfila a little bigger. Like could you could you allow me to like really notice like where Am I not a Klee so that I can become a Klee so that I can um, receive what you want to give to me? I want I want to ask you for this. And also maybe asking Hashem, can I, can I really ask you to also show me that I'm actually receiving it when I'm receiving it? Because sometimes we receive the things that we ask Hashem for, we don't even realize. So it, it's like like saying a tefillah, it's like deep from our heart and 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 to open up to Hashem and really like be so real with him. Like I really want this and I, I, I feel like, I don't know, like this will really make a difference in my life. Please give it to me and, and show me when you're giving it to me. I want to be aware that you're giving it to me. Um, so that's, that's, I said four things. So it's desire, tefillah, emuna, and then and then aligning yourself. So uh, the, the first three things um, could be done with the, the visualizing. Uh, I mean, there's like a lot more tools, but I'm just saying like something so that I can share with people here. Um, cause like your emuna also grows when you, when you see it over and over again in your mind, it becomes more real for you. Now the emuna is not only in, in that it's going to happen for you, but also that Hashem wants to give it to you and that you, uh, and that you're, you know, worthy enough to get it. So, um, that you could do maybe the work on, you know, um, seeing Hashem's chesed in your life in general, that's going to make you more trusting in him. Like that's going to make you trust in him more. Um, and, and seeing yourself in positive eyes, that's also going to help you, you know, be able to trust in yourself more. Okay, now the last part of, of becoming a cleat so that you can manifest, um, like becoming a vessel so that you can manifest that which you want, um, includes four things. So that's your mind, um, your emotions, your words, and your actions. Um, so basically, um, 
um, I would just tell people just sit down and, and like try to pay attention. Where is your mind in, in this, um, this desire that you want? Do you really want it? Do you think positive about it? Or do you think negative um, when you think about it? Do you, do you have beliefs maybe that are not aligning with it? Aligning with it? Maybe you can try to challenge those um, beliefs and maybe see how it could be different. Um, uh, so that would be like mind and then emotions. Um, trying to work on yourself to have better emotions. Like, I don't want to say better, sorry. Like higher um, frequency emotions, which means like, I guess more positive emotions. But basically like, if you work on yourself to have better emotions, you're actually able to do that. So there's there's two ways of getting to better emotions, releasing, releasing negative emotions or, uh, you know, actually coming closer to better emotions. So activating a positive emotion every day, like intensively, like have an intention to actually be happier today or be more upbeat today or whatever it is for e each person. But like have an intention and actually do an action to get there. So um, it could be something so simple as like, okay, I know that music make me ha makes me happy. So I'm going to turn on music in the by the beginning of the day and have the intention to have that music maybe like enlighten my soul, expand my heart, like feel more open or feel more happy, whatever it is for everyone. Just do, do more one action every single day in order to get to better emotions. Um, and then there's words and actions. So like also try to be careful about the words that you use. When you, when you, when you're like talking about your desire, do you say words that are positive? Do you believe, do you say like, oh, I'm so silly. I'm so stupid. I won't be able, I won't be able to ever get there. Or those words really affect the words have a real power. So do you use words in a positive way? Do you ask Hashem for things? Do you, do you think Hashem for things? Do you, you know, like try to like align your words with what you want. And then, and then actions. So actions is like a whole topic per se, but like try to really like do things to, in order to get to your desire. Don't just like stay, um, like, I'm not going to do anything because Hashem has to bring it to me. Like, I'm I'm not going to, you know, like, no, like maybe take a few actions to actually get there, but don't make, don't allow your actions to be so many that like, you won't be able to, to like do this work of like trusting Hashem. Cause there's like the trust and there's the actions. Like if you trust Hashem is going to give it to you, we won't need to do like so many actions to get there. Um, but if you don't, if you're doing less action that you need, than you need, then maybe you're holding yourself back from getting there. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's about becoming a Klee. Now yes. there's two different parts. There is like the waiting for the desire to actually come into fruition, into reality. The manifesting of the, of the, um, desire that you have, it actually takes time. It doesn't just happen in one second. Um, and then there is like the receiving of it. So for the waiting, um, I'd say maybe there is a tool um, that people can can use that like you can kind of like be with yourself and be your own friend while you're waiting instead of like um like going through it like almost like lonely or feeling like it's never gonna happen or like I'm not worthy unless I get that desire uh, manifested uh, you become your friend and you you tell yourself like you'll be okay like you can wait and it's okay to wait and, and you're worthy anyways like even if you don't get it right now or if you don't get it ever, but like you're worthy anyways, like to kind of like wait uh, patiently, but like with companion, like companion, like to be your compassion. own compassion, yeah. to be your own company. Like, what, oh, what okay. Got it. Yes. Companion. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also compassion. Like, I guess like you'll do it with compassion. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and the waiting time sometimes takes uh, like a very small amount of time. And sometimes it takes a long, like a, a long time, but it takes time because like um, you have to be able to be that person that's actually going to receive that that desire. Like, let's say you want to be a millionaire and you're not you, you don't even know how to manage money. So you won't be able to get to become a millionaire right now. But maybe you'll get like an education throughout life um, to be able to actually become that millionaire. Uh, so so once you actually are a person that's able to manage like millions, then you might get those millions. But before that, if you get those millions, it's going to go, it's going to get lost. Yes. Yeah. So that with everything in life. And then there's the receiving part of it, which is um, if you don't really believe that you're worthy, you won't even like allow yourself to receive it. Sure. So it's going to be like, like, am I really like, Shem can be so good to me, like, but what happens with like all the, all the wrong things that I do or what happens with like all these as the ideas that I have about myself, like maybe I shouldn't receive it. Maybe it's going to be too much for me. Um, but really like you can get so much goodness from Hashem. It's just that you, like you, you need to be able to actually hold that goodness, like to actually receive it and say, 
this is just because Hashem is chesed, not because I am deserving of it. Or I mean, you could be deserving of it, but I'm saying like, not because I did anything especially, specifically to get this. It's like, because Hashem is chesed and he wants to give to me. And I'm a worthy person because Hashem created me and I'm created in his image. I'm in, in his image. I really have a part of Hashem in myself and I can actually have this because Hashem wants to give it to me. Exactly. So it takes receiving also. Like, it's not like, Okay, I'm manifesting and then like, no, you have to really allow yourself to receive it because Hashem wants to give you and he can give you a lot more than you can imagine. So it has to be received. And Definitely. that's like the basic process of manifesting. I love it. I love it. And I'm looking at the time, but I we're, we're running short on time, but I really, really want to do this um, because we're going we're gonna to show everybody what it looks like. We're, um, we're going to try to manifest on me. So oh, sure. yeah. yes, <laughs> um, if you don't mind, if, if that's okay. Oh, yes, yes. Um, okay. All right. So I know that you want to ask me a few questions and, um, and yes. so we're doing this just so everybody knows we're doing this because I want you to see, like, this is not just a concept that we're talking about. We have to talk about it so that you can understand it, but this is actually a concept that Ruth uses on women, you know, in Mexico city and in America and wherever she gives her workshops. So we're going to try it on me. So I'm, I'm ready okay. whenever you are. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready too. So I want to ask you, so if you think about a desire that you have in life, yes. what is it that you want to manifest? Something specific for this for this demonstration. Something specific that I really want to manifest is I just really want a closer to con a closer connection to my youngest daughter. A closer connection to your youngest daughter. Okay, okay, fine. Um, okay, is it okay if I ask you a few questions about it? Sure. Okay, what do you think is preventing you from actually getting that deeper connection with your daughter? If I'm being, I mean, I know what I know what's preventing me. Like, if I'm being really, really honest, like, um. The, just the whole concept, it's going to sound silly, but the whole concept of connection scares me. I want connection, but yeah, connection scares me. I know it makes no sense, but that's just the way I feel. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people, we're, a lot of us are actually afraid of connection because connection brings a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things. A, a lot, it can bring a lot. Um, it can bring up a lot for it, for, for everyone. Yeah. Okay. So uh, can I ask you also a different question? Yeah. Um. So when you're saying like with my youngest daughter, is that as opposed to like my different children or um or like especially like like not not in comparison with anything else but you just want to have a connection with your daughter that's a really good question no with with the other ones too with my other children too okay but but your youngest daughter is the one that's actually bringing up more for you she she is yes yeah okay good and and so um okay okay if, if i want to do this uh like in in a quick way I tell you, um, like we, we could do the following. Um, th there is a tool that's called uh, contrast to clarity. Okay, so like there is contrast in life, which is right now in in your in your situation is that you're kind of like lacking that connection that you want with your daughter, uh, and there is the clarity, which means the clarity that you get when you when you see like there's something contrasting um, your desire, like your your ideal life. I mean to say, like right now, you have something that's not going the right way um, in your in your life, right? So you're not having the right the the connection that you'd like. So if we um, if we could like, if you could kind of like identify like the the different aspects of the lack of connection with your daughter, then we're able to come to the conclusion of what you actually want instead of that. So we can we kind of like could specify as specify like to specify the desire that you have. Would it be okay if we do that? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so what's like the the biggest part that's bothering you about your um lack of connection with your daughter? It could just be the lack of connection, but you could say like if it's something specific, you could say it. I'm just trying to think. Um, you know, she's she's going through a tough time right now, and it's uh, she used to be more cuddly, and I'm kind of like a cuddly person also, and she used to be like. I used to love to cuddle with her, but she's not, she's not doing that anymore. And I just, for, for me, my love language is physical touch. So cuddling, just, you know, just hugging, you know, and I just don't have that. And I, lo I just love hugging her. And I feel like um, a disconnect. I feel like a disconnect when she's not being like, like, you know, when she's like, um, when she's blocking me. So I really want to have that connection with her. Okay, so now understanding that, um, I'll call it that contrast, but understanding that that, that contrast is now present. What would you desire instead of that? The fact that she's not, um, you know, she's not taking that right now and that's your love language and you're not really able to give that to her. So you're disconnect. What would you like instead of that? Instead of that, I guess, I, I, you know, if she would just be more open to talking, 
that would be okay too. Okay. And on your, on your part, what would you like? Like it, like, like at the end of the day, like if she would be more open to talking, what would you be getting from, like, what would you, what would the benefit be for you and for both of you? The closeness. Okay. So at the end of the day, you want more closeness to her. So yes. you, even if it's like in that form or in a different form, right. we want closeness to her. What would that, what would that look like in, 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 um, in reality? It would look like, um, having a conversation with her without her getting upset. Um, it would look like doing things together and, en and enjoying each other's company uh, with no temper tantrums, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, it just, it would look very peaceful, very peaceful and calm and loving. Okay, peaceful. And and what would it look like on your side? So you're having a conversation with her and, and, and she's also maybe like, she's showing a different side of her, maybe like a more peaceful side of her. But what would it look like on your part? My voice is calm. Um, I'm happy. I'm smiling. I'm I'm feeling. I'm in an open space. I'm I'm in a giving space where I'm can give to her. You know, um, either I'm giving her like kind words, or I'm taking her somewhere, or I'm giving her something. You know, just in a very open space. Okay. Good. Okay. Um. So so you 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 can um, right now I shifted you from the focus on her to focusing on you, and that's also very important when we're when we're manifesting. Uh, especially when we're manifesting something that has to do with someone else, we don't focus on what they can change, but we focus on our part because that's what we can actually have a, a, an effect on. Right. So if I'm going to ask you the following question, if you're able to be at peace, um, I mean, sorry, if you're able to to be, you know, happy and in, in, in this open space in front of her, happy and with your voice uh, calm and like uh, be able to, you know, give her kind words and stuff, um, would that, feel like your desire is manifested aside from what happens like um aside from what happens with her or do you feel like there's an, another ingredient that needs to be here in order for you to be in order for your desire to be manifested I mean definitely that would be a big part of it because I, I definitely want to be in that way I want to be uh, operating that way that she would be able to also feel like that I'm I'm opening up to her you know I it's mm -hmm. interesting because yes, I do want her to open up to me. I do want to feel the closest from her, but I also want to feel it in myself that I'm making myself available for that. So um, would it 100% fulfill my desire? Uh, no, but I think it would fulfill my desire more than I thought that it would before we started the conversation. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's that other ingredient that you would need it to happen in order for you to feel like, yes, my desire is manifested? I, I would love for her to reciprocate, for her to like receive my kind words and my love and my openness. Okay. So, um, okay, one second. To reciprocate and receive. Yes. Um, okay. So that's on her side. Could we say, um, I know this is a little uh, funny, but uh, could we say that if you, if you are in this position of being open unhappy and your voice is calm and you're giving her um you're opening up to her you're giving her you know love and and kind words and stuff and at the same time you feel like she's receiving and reciprocating will that be enough if i feel like she's yeah yes mm -hmm. okay okay good so that we're saying uh, that you're feeling like even though we're saying that she's reciprocating or we're saying that you're feeling that she's reciprocating so that's you have more power um in in saying that than that in, instead of saying like she's reciprocating like you're saying it from your um your experience i feel like she's reciprocating that has more power right uh, so okay so what we would do with this um tool is um i would ask you to like to write down a sentence that in, in the positive tense and in the present tense and in a positive way um, that describes your, uh, what we just said, your your desire that I, I'm gonna give you an example. I, um, you could say every day, you, you could use your own words, but like uh, as an example, every day I um, relate to my daughter in an open, uh, like I, uh, my heart is open, my energy is open or my heart is open. I, I forgot exactly what you said. Um, my voice is calm. I'm able to say uh, kind words to her. I'm able to, you know, open up to her and give her. Um, and I feel like she's receiving and reciprocating. Um, and I'm so thrilled about it. I'm so uh, grateful for it. Like something that has to do with it. So I'm saying it in the positive tense uh, and in the present tense and positive as if I'm as if it's as if it's already happening. I'm describing a situation as if it's already happening. So you write down that sentence. You could do it now if you want. Mm -hmm. 
because um, I'd like you to read it and, and maybe feel it. Every day, every day I'm, I am able to be warm and open and smiling. Actually, smiling is a big thing here. Uh, warm and open and smiling. Um, when I, when I interact. Yeah. Yes. When I interact with my, with my daughter, mm -hmm. she enjoys me yeah. being this way. Yeah. And she reciprocates back in kind. Yeah. So, so if it's okay with you, uh, Vera, let's go back to just say, I feel she enjoys this way, uh, this, uh, me being this way and, and reciprocates. Yeah. And gives back. Exactly. Yes. She, she enjoys me being this way and she reciprocates in kind. In, in kind. Okay. Perfect. Um, now uh, I'd ask you to use uh, to, to like sit down every day, being present, like not just like rushing and really say the sentence while you're imagining that, that that's actually happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, th that's one part of the manifestation that you do, uh, um, in the, in this, um, desire that you have. And then can I give you a different piece? Sure. Okay. So, um, you mentioned that you're, um, you feel like connection could be, um, you know, like it could be scary to connect with, uh, in, in general. Right. So, um, in order for you to be able to connect, like you're, you're, becoming a clea by saying that sentence every day and, and, you know, repeating it and imagining that's actually happening. Um, you can make it longer. Like it, it, ha it could have like a lot more details and that would be better. Mm -hmm. Um, but th then there's like the, the other side of like, I'm, but I'm, I'm a little afraid of connection. Like I'm a little like maybe hesitant, uh, to connect. So let's, let, let's uh, address that. Um, so for now, would you, I, I know this tool sounds a little, um, like out there, but it actually really works. Okay. Um, so would you be willing to send some love to the resistance that you have to the, um, to connect? So sure. like, okay. yeah, so I'll tell you like how it goes. Basically you imagine however you want to imagine this resistance. Um, you can imagine like a situation, you can imagine a resistance, you can imagine a shape, whatever, however you want to imagine it. And then you, uh, build some love in your heart. I'll tell you how, and then you send that love to the, to the resistance like for one minute, maybe one minute and a half would be amazing. Okay. A day. Okay. So uh, the way that this looks is you, you either like imagine, um, like re bring to your memory, like a, a moment when you felt like you were loved or you loved someone very deeply. You kind of like really, really bring that memory into your mind. You feel that love through the memory. Then you let go of the memory uh, and you feel where that love is in your body. Sometimes it's going to be in your heart. Sometimes it's going to be in your head. Uh, some people have it in their hands, like wherever that love is in your body, you kind of like strengthen it. So you focus on the love, you breathe deeply and you, you have the intention to make it bigger. So let's do it. Um, do you have a memory of when you loved someone or you were loved? Okay. Yeah. Where is that love in your body? It's, it's, it's all over. I mean, it, you know what? It starts in my heart and then it radiates. Okay. That's amazing. So, so make it a little stronger right now by like breathing into it and making it bigger or stronger, or more intense. I got it, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Now imagine that you're somehow sending this love, which is unlimited, because it comes from Hashem. Hashem is giving it to you. So it's uh, you're sending this love to that resistance, and you're kind of like enveloping or, or like uh, filling that resistance with that love. It could be like a little energy. It could be like some people imagine like hearts flowing all the way there or some people imagine like a light flowing. However you want to imagine it, it's okay. Yep, I got so, it. Okay. okay, good. So what, what this does is uh, love is a very powerful force. And if you send love to the resistance, um, something is going to happen with that resistance. I can't tell you how because Hashem is the one that runs the world. He's the one that heals. He's the one that does everything. So um something is going to happen because you're using this very powerful, uh, strong uh, force of love and you're sending it to something that you're resisting. Right. So something can happen with it. So we would start with these two things. Every day you send love to the resistance and at the same time you create this image that you want. Now, what would happen is you would want you you would start doing this. After a few weeks, something's going to start start shifting and then we'll take it from there. Like we'll, we'll figure out like what else is still missing or if the connection is already the way that you want it. Amazing. Um, and then um, you're basically, well, so, sorry, I forgot to tell you that when, when you say that sentence, you dive into Hashem so that, that like imagine that visualization becomes true for you. Okay. So it's like also a davening, uh, like right. a tila. 
a davening component. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. Wow, it's so interesting. I love the visualization. I love that we that that we wrote it down because you know you could say something and then five minutes later you don't remember what you said. So it right. really strengthened it to write it down. And that's yeah. such an interesting concept to send love to the resistance because it's not like what you want to do. You know what I mean? It's not like a natural thing. It's a very conscious thing to send love to something that you resist. It, it softens eventually. Like yeah. I, I can see the picture in my head of me sending love to this. This is a very strong resistance. I see the picture of it, but my love is also very strong. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. I mean, I definitely need to repeat the visual, the, both visualizations. But I think, yeah, I, I I could see this. I could see how the manifestation would work through this. Okay, amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm glad um, you we did this together. I hope it really helps you. I hope you you're able to see results fast in session. Amen. I mean, thank you. Thank you so much, Ruth, for joining us on America's Top Rebbitsons. In the merit of this class, may Hashem watch over all the Jewish people and give enormous strength to the IDF soldiers, including Adi Margalit Bad Elkahana, Alex Ben Oksana, Alicia Bat Ludmilla, and also Alon Ben Edi. Thank you so much again. Thank you very much, Rad. Tzachah with everything. Thank you.